the black woman is the most disrespected, ignored, ridiculed woman of all the races. You have black women who disappear, go missing. You have black women who are raped. You have black women who are in pain, but yet they're ignored. They're not taken seriously. They are victimized. And what I'm going to discuss today is an example of how so many times there are young girls who are wanting to be accepted, wanting to be part of something. And those actions, that innocence, that naiveness um, gets them into a position where they are no longer helped, they are no longer um, fought for. Welcome to Theology and Therapy. I'm your host, Alicia, and I'm currently a therapist in training who aspires to help the Christian community. Being that I am a student, everything that I say will come from my own research and or experience. And this podcast is not to be a substitute for therapy. I highly encourage you to seek a licensed mental health professional in your area. Okay, now that that's out of the way, I hope you enjoyed this session. But yet when it comes to us as black women standing up for something, we stand up strong, we stand up tall, we fight for our brothers, we fight for each other, and it needs to, it needs to change. It needs to change. We need to have that backbone, that support system. Now, granted, there are people, um, guys, out there that, you know, support their woman and, and you know, talks about their queen, but it needs to be a universal thing. You know, I've witnessed black guys saying that, oh, I'll never date a black woman. And it's like, what, aren't your mother, isn't your mother black? Isn't your cousins or your sisters black? Like, you know, our family is the... um first display of, you know, the opposite sex for us. And so if if you were scarred and hurt that bad because your family member of a, a black woman and your family member scarred you enough to say that, oh, you will never date a black woman, that's that's sad, that's tough. You know, to, to say that, um, what is it about the black woman that you just cannot see yourself with or cannot see yourself uh, having children with. So hopefully this narrative can change. Hopefully um, it sheds some light into a topic that needs to be discussed, needs to be um, brought to people's attention. And, you know, hopefully it really resolves the underlining issue of why we as black women are ignored, are victimized, are ridiculed, and not treated the same as other races that are women. 
The reason why I love Tiffany Jackson as an author is because she takes things that are very current and she makes it relatable to the young readers and even up to the older readers. And in this book, Grown, she does that when it comes to how black women are treated with older men and how we can be gullible how we are how we can be taken advantage of and then when help needs to come it's not there so a little backstory of crone is you have this young teen her name is enchanted and she is a swimmer and but she secretly likes to sing and so her favorite artist is Corey Fields who is like an R&B guy who is much much older he's 28 but she's just you know um, a fanatic head sprung off over him and so she gets the chance to sing in front of him and that kind of is where it starts as far as their connection and them getting to know each other and throughout the book there are very much red flags of why or how um, these young girls can be so um, susceptible to these older guys and how it can be overlooked on the outside, like with the parents and stuff like that. And um, like one instant is where, you know, you see Corey Fields, he's talking to her, Enchanted, and then um, her parents come over and he starts like distracting her parents by saying, hey, you know, go see this famous person and that famous person's person. And they leave, you know, Enchanted and Corey to talk amongst themselves and they go see like these other known um artists and throughout the book it's like she has this best friend who was like you know girl he's too old and you know all and trying to give her that knowledge and she over here wants to be grown hence the title of the book and it's like no you know it's not like that not like that and so he Corey feels actually convinces her to change the way she dresses, um, change the way she talks. He gets her this type of record deal. And I know this kind of sounds like what's going on with, um, or what's been in the news, shall I say, as far as with R. Kelly, but the author made a mention that it's not um, geared toward R towards R. Kelly. In fact, it's from a experience experience that she's had with an older man is just so happened that it sounds similar to another artist uh experience or what's being said in the news and it's just that like I said throughout this book it's it's really like this big roller coaster and me as a reader and especially as like an older reader who's not a teenager I'm just like man you know where is her parents and all this why isn't her parents paying more attention? You know, he's given all the glimpses and glams of, okay, we're going to make you a star and, you know, we're going to be touring. And, like, her parents literally trust that, okay, well, he's going to be there and he has a female assistant. This female assistant isn't going to let anything happen to my baby, so it's okay for her to go along with him. And it's like, what? Like, the female assistant is getting paid by him. So, honestly... She's gonna. She's not gonna do anything to jeopardize her money flow. So why automatically assume just because there's a female present that you know nothing is gonna happen or that there's not gonna be any alone times like 
bring someone that you trust or go yourself if you can't go. And so it's just that with all these, like I've took, you know, so many highlights. I took so many notes on how, you know, these, these red flags, like I'll read one. It says, um, let me see. So there, so there was one part where, like, Corey Fields had kind of pulled her to the side, and she was like, does anyone see this? Corey Fields is touching me. And in that scene um, in the book, it's like he, like, uh, grazed her arm, like, up and down seductively, and she kind of just, like, you know, went bonkers with that, um... And then just the way that he was talking to her. And then he, she even looked him up and was like, according to Wikipedia, Corey Fields is 28 years old. And she was like, Corey Fields is 28 years old. He's young, but not that young. So he already knows, she already knows that, um, yeah, 28, okay, is young. Is not old, like 42 or something like that. But he's not that young when it comes to her being 16. And then, like, one of her, like I said, her best friend was like, you know, he's too old for you. Um, and she's like, but a girl can dream, right? Um, you know, and it's just like all these things that it's like, yo, and that's what the issue is. You know, now where you have these teens who, you know, you look on TV, you look online, and you idolize what is defined as beauty or what society is defining as beauty. I hope you enjoyed this session. All resources mentioned can be found at theologyandtherapy.com. If you would like to be a part of the spill the tea portion of our session, please email us at alicia, A-L-I-C-I-A, at theologyandtherapy.com. If you would like to be anonymous, please state that in the email. You can also follow us on Instagram at theologyandtherapy. Until our next session, have a great week.